Today's email comes from Uri Strom from Baltimore. He says that about seven weeks ago, he ruptured his Achilles tendon and he had surgery and he's laid up and he really got hooked to the shear. He watches it on the All Dot app and he says, Baruch Hashem is for his healing. He looks forward to the shear each day as you really bring each daf to life. And finally, he sent us a picture of him and his daughters. One of his daughters, the younger one, was born right after surgery and here he is watching the shear, learning daf yoimi. Unreal. So we learned in the Mishnah that Tachshite Nashim has chametz. What's Tachshite Nashim? It's paste for hair removal. So the Gemara goes on to say that the wealthy girls, they would use fine flour. If they had any leftover, they would give it to the poor girls. The poor girl would mix the fine flour with what she typically used, which is lime. The daughters of kings, they would use Shemina Mar. Shemina consists of olive oil that didn't come yet to full growth. It's olives that are less than a third of their full growth. And what's so good about this olive oil? It removes the hair, but also softens the skin. The Mishnah gives us two categories. One category of taroivas chametz and chametz nuksha. Taroivas is a mixture of chametz, let's say kutach. It's made from moldy bread and smelly, spoiled milk. So it has bread in it, but you don't see it. It's mixed up well in the blender. That's taroivas chametz, but it has real chametz in it. Chametz nuksha is not real chametz. It's almost there. It didn't come to the full leavening process but the chametz is right there in front of you. And the Mishnah gives us seven examples. Madai, beer, kutach, etc. Why seven? One of each category is enough. The answer is because we wanted people to remember the names. In fact, the Gemara tells us a story. Somebody came from Mary's Yisrael to Bubble, and he had a meat sandwich with him, and he wanted a dip for his meat. And he overheard them saying, give him kutach. Now, kutach is made from whey. It's a milk derivative. He didn't want to eat it together with the, with the meat. So because he knew what kutach was, to refrain from eating it. It saved them. Now, there's two Tanoi, Rameir and Rebeliezer. Rebeliezer says that Nuksha is a lav, and I'll learn Taharoivas from Nuksha. Rebeliezer says the exact opposite, according to one Madonna. Rebeliezer says Taharoivas is a lav, and I'll learn Nuksha from Taharoivas from a Kabbalah The Gemara says that Rebeliezer from the Brisa, who he says Taharoivas is a lav, Taharoivas, Although you don't really see the chametz, so certainly when you see the chametz, nuksha, that's the kavachayla. Yet, from another b'raisa, it doesn't bring the ribli as a whole that nuksha is asr. It would seem like nuksha is not asr. We don't imply this kavachayla. Now there's a b'raisa that says that Rameir holds that nuksha is asr. Where do we see it in the b'raisa? There's a concept called si'ur. Not se'ar, but si'ur. Si'ur is dough that stopped it's in the process of becoming chametz. Ermeir says that when it reaches the like a person gets embarrassed, his face turns white. When the dough turns white, you can't have any hanah from it. And if you do, if you benefit from it, you get malchus. So what, is, what does that tell us? The chametz nuksha, this nuksha, it didn't become chametz yet, you get malchus according to Ermeir. So certainly, tarayves, which is real chametz, you should get malchus, says the Gemara. Now, what's the machlegs over there, just real quick? Ermeir says that if it turns white, that's considered siur. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it has to have cracks in it the size of an antenna of a grasshopper. But according to Rameir, that's not siur, that's real chametz. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rameir's white dough is matzah. With the rice, you let it eat it. There are banana, you should be careful, don't eat it. The Torah says, Kol From the word kol, Rabbi Yehuda learns that there's a lav for taroivas. And Chacham don't learn the word kol. Yet, everybody agrees that from the word machmetzes, 
it gives leavening, it brings chametz. Even if you have an outside source to make a chametz, like you pour in some sourdough, that is still considered chametz, and you get malchus for that. The Gemara tells us he's side for all of Shas. Any lav that a man is chayvan, let's say a man gets kairos for something, so does a woman. How do we know it? Because there's a pasuk when a person steals and he lies, he swears that he didn't steal, and later on he admits that he did. The pasuk says, Isha, Isha, even a woman, so we compare a man to a woman, all Averis, they're equal. Yet when it comes to chametz, I would say a woman is not chayiv. Why? Because when it comes to chametz, chametz and eating matzah are in the same exact pasuk. And I would say that a woman is not chayiv a matzah. You know why? Because it's a mitzvah sasei as man grama. You only eat matzah once a year. So a woman should be potter. And if she's potter for matzah, she shouldn't be chayiv on eating chametz. It's in the same pasuk. That's why I need a special pasuk to say that a woman is chayiv when she eats chametz. Kol. And once I know that she's chayiv on eating chametz, since it's in the same pasuk of eating matzah, she's chayiv to eat matzah. That's why women have a mitzvah they rise to eat matzah. Now, this word kol could come to include a woman in the isr of chametz, but it could also, we could use it for something else, to say that tarev is chametz, a mixture of chametz, you're chayiv karis for it. Why did I choose a woman? The answer is, because the pasuk is talking about human beings, that a man is chayiv and matzah. So then let's add another human being called a woman, not food. Yet there's another place where we're talking about human beings and we add food. The answer over there would be, because there's nothing else to add. And I'll explain. When it comes to chaylev, the forbidden fats, the Torah says, you're not permitted to eat forbidden fats of a carbon. It doesn't say anything else about forbidden fats. So how do I know that on a regular animal that we eat on a daily basis, you can't eat the forbidden fats? So first of all, first of all the Gemara says that if it's hegdish, just you're not going to bring it as a carbon, it's, let's say as a mom, you also can't eat the forbidden fats. Why? Because it's minabayma. Who then I learned from the word kal? Why did I include an animal? I should say that women are chayv. Well, the answer is women are anyways chayv because of the passage that we learned by Gzela. There's a hekesh between a man and a woman for all these surim. Since I have no one else to add, then we add food. Now, Rabbanon, don't learn from the word kal. Only Rebbe Lezer learns kal from the fact that they don't learn taroivus chametz from the word kal. So if they don't learn the drush of kal anywhere, so how do they know that women are chayiv in chametz? The answer is they learn the word ki. That extra word key. Now what's interesting is that Lezer himself, in our sugya doesn't learn the word key. Because otherwise he would learn from the word key that if you eat tarevis chametz, a mixture of chametz, you'd be chayiv karas, and he doesn't learn it. But somewhere else he does learn key call. And it's a big kasha. The Gemara remains in a kasha. Where is it? In the sugya of Sa'ar. The halacha is, the Torah tells us, Sa'ar about takhtiru, you're not allowed to eat chametz, you're not allowed to bring chametz onto a mizbeach, even on Hanukkah. Nothing to do with Pesach. How do I know that you're over even in half a kazais? Listen to kazais. Because it says, kol. And how do I know that if it's tarot, it's chametz, it's a mixture, I can't even discern that there's chametz in there. How do I, I can't bring it onto the mezbeach? It says, ki kol. Who says it? So you see that he does learn the word ki. And now we're saying he doesn't. Have a wonderful day.